Columbus. Welcome back to the Columbus cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. And we're here once again to give you your local Columbus updates. Yeah, took a week off to just process the world and everything that was going on. I feel like if we would have recorded last week, we would have recorded on Tuesday. And I don't know about everyone who's listening, but Tuesday seems like a lifetime ago already. But I was like a bundle of nerves and stress watching like election day results. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And I feel like we wouldn't have been, even if we would have recorded like Wednesday or Thursday or even Friday, I feel like everything we would say just would be like hard to uh, actually be happy about because it's like, I don't know how like the world's going to look in. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think I still would have been like speaking gibberish. So yeah. So anyway, we're here now to give you updates. We're here and we're happy. Yes. Let's talk about Let's talk about the past weekend because there's a lot going on. What did what did what were you up to, Julia? Well, it was beautiful. We've got that nice Indian summer going in Columbus. It was 70 degrees on Saturday. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was almost a record-setting. Friday was almost record-setting weather. It was like 1 degree lower than the record which was set in like 1930 something. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was, oh, it was so beautiful. I went on like a run through Upper Arlington. It was just nice. Oh, it was so great. Brought the TV outside to watch football. Um, ate Smokehouse Wings, which is really good. I think I've talked about Smokehouse on the podcast before, but it's a brewery. So it was on the Ale Trail. So I went there like a couple of years ago and me and my friend Hannah like did not like it, but we didn't get any food. We just got beer. And So you don't like their beer, but you do like their- I haven't tried their beer in forever, but their food is phenomenal. It is so good. They have really good wings. They have great barbecue. They have this corn pudding- that's amazing. Um, and I'm not normally a baked beans person. Like I don't really like baked beans, but they're baked beans. I could eat like an entire pan of. It is so, so good. And then on Sunday, I picked up my coffee box because the Columbus Coffee Festival went virtual this year. I so saw. you could order a ticket in advance and go pick up a box. So I got that on Sunday. So I'm going to share that on the Instagram later this week. I tried the Roosevelt cold brew this morning and it was so smooth and gave me all this energy like my inbox is just like completely empty oh my gosh so powered through the day how was your weekend um my weekend was also great I mean I loved the weather we went out every day like Friday we went for a nice long walk um Saturday we went to high banks and then Sunday we went to Inniswood so we visited a lot of Columbus metro parks um Saturday night we got sushi from sushi.com which is a restaurant in Dublin it's right how is it it was okay it wasn't bad I mean for Columbus sushi it's like your typical it wasn't like I bet they have like great lunch specials but dinner wise it was like average price we were actually gonna get cat singers which is right next to it in that little like strip Mm -hmm. and um Nathan and I had been talking about having sushi for like so long and so instead of getting cat singers we ended up getting sushi yeah it was like it hit the spot you know it was like what we wanted so yeah I'm supposed to get sushi tomorrow night with Kristen so we're trying to pick a place Ooh, there's I don't know if I have a favorite sushi place in Columbus to be honest so if you're listening and you know like the best sushi spot like the ob equivalent (laughs) of sushi yeah in Columbus although you like ties right I love ties but do they is their sushi good 
They say she's okay. It's like, it's really nice because it's cheap and you can also get a platter of it really cheap. Yeah. So um, Andy and I, I have done that before. We've just gotten catering order of sushi for us to eat. I was trying to convince Nathan, Nathan to get like the love boat of sushi, which is like 80 pieces. And he's like, no way we're going to eat all that. And I was like, oh. you just watch me. Meanwhile, Kristen and I are like, where can we go? That's all you can eat sushi because we're bottomless pits and I could eat sushi. Like, it's so hard. I mean, like, know. how do you get like bottomless takeout? You know what I mean? I don't know, but if you yeah, like, that's the hard part with now. yeah, like uh, one day. What else did I do this weekend? I uh, I had Smashburger, which isn't even a local Columbus thing, but I've been liking Smashburger lately. Where's Smashburger? There's one in like Westerville ish. Oh, yeah, it's like next to a Little Caesars pizza and stuff. Um, yeah, that's what I was up to. Oh, and Saturday I did try and go get phase crepes from the Polaris Mall because I was really craving a crepe. And uh, I drove all the way to the Polaris. I got to the parking lot. I uh, walked in the door of JCPenney to like go to the mall. And then I was like, what the heck am I doing? There's like a global pandemic going on right now. And I saw so many people inside, like no social distancing, like half the people weren't wearing masks. So I was very sad, but I'll have to go get phase crepes after the global pandemic. If they had like a drive up location, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But I just like the moment I stepped inside the mall, my anxiety just like went off one because like malls are weird to begin with, like indoor malls kind of are just like, what? And second of all, I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. So Yeah, I know. I feel like I spend so much time at, like, Easton is my mall of choice. So whenever I have to go to Polaris, I hate it. Yeah. I do not like it. I feel caged in. Even when I go home and go to, like, an indoor mall, I'm like, this is gross. Yeah, it just reminds me of, like, it reminds me of a dirty airport, like, but you know what's funny? On the same on the same note, I went to um, Amber Crombie and Fitch for the first time in probably like ten years, without without exaggeration. On this past weekend um, in Easton, because it's like the out, and we went like late in the evening. There were like not a ton of people there, and everyone was wearing masks, and it was socially distant and stuff. So I felt safe there. But it was funny because. I hadn't been there in like 10 years and I went with my friend and I was like, oh good, they finally turned on the lights. Like the lights were finally on and they weren't blasting like mm-hmm. weird music. And I was like, oh, but they still have that smell. And I had my mask on, but I could still smell the smell of Abercrombie and Fitch. So I yeah, they was- went through like a whole rebrand, I think three or four years ago. And then yeah. they did all their stores and they actually have like some really cute like clothes. Like one of my favorite dresses I have for work is from Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, no, I- Kind of like all- J. Crew Madewell-esque, but yeah. way cheaper. All my friends have been like loving everything from Abercrombie and Fitch lately. And I think it's hilarious because they used to all wear everything from like Express and I'm like, we just went from one Columbus brand to another. I'm like really proud that, you know. Yeah, it counts as supporting local, right? I think so. I honestly do because like how many friends do you have or how many people do you know that work for like Amber Crumbie and Fitch Corporate? I know a lot. So yeah, a ton. Yeah. So it's like, you know, supporting them. So anyway, that was the weekend. Cool. Well, let's get into some news. Yeah. So I don't think we could escape this episode without talking about election results, but I actually wanted to talk about local election results because this is a local Columbus podcast. So yeah, on the on a previous episode, we talked about um, different ballot measures that were on the Franklin County ballot, and I'm really, really happy to announce or share that um, all three ballot measures on the Franklin County ballot passed. According to WCBE, 
Um, 76% of Columbus voters approved of the Clean Energy Initiative, which is awesome. So it, it passed by a large margin. Um, in the same respect, 71% of Franklin County voters approved the levy for the county's Alcohol, Drug Addiction, and Mental Health Board, which I think is really important and says a lot that, you know, our community wants to help everyone in it and not just um, the people who are on top or doing well. And then um, 74% of Columbus voters approved the charter amendment, allowing for the creation of the Civilian Review Board to investigate police misconduct. So super awesome about that too. So I'm sure there's more information out there. I got my information from WCBE, but if you want to learn more about how um, any of these ballot measures go into effect or when they go into effect, um, you heard it here first and you can go learn more for yourself. Maybe this was like a good stepping stone for you to get engaged in a local way and figure out, you know, what's going on in our city and hopefully you were, went out and voted. Yeah, exactly. I feel like um, even though the election has come to an end and results are in, it's a conversation that like needs to continue to happen, especially at the local level. Be interested in what is going on around you and like think, vote in local elections, vote in all elections. I think informed. that you said it best, Julia, because when we, when we talked about um, what was on the ballot a couple of weeks ago, you said voting in, elect- voting in local elections is the most important because you're going to see the changes the fastest and they're going to apply to you the most. So, I mean, you said it first and, you know, maybe you'll see some of these changes taking effect in, you know, a way that impacts you or your street or your commute or yeah, your safety. So yeah, just wanted to touch on that. Yay. Love being interested in local stuff. I hope everyone continues to be like engaged. I know. I hope. (laughs) Anyway, what else is going on? So on, on a similar vein, um, last week there was an announcement of a $113 million investment in neighborhoods, affordable housing, and police reform. Um, so Andrew Ginther announced last week that capital improvements budget that includes $13 million new infrastructure projects um, is going forward. So he definitely acknowledged that this year has not been easy on our community, but they are still trying to focus on creating good where um, where they can. So yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. I don't have all the details, but um, it, it had a little bit to do with um, since the ballot measures passed, um, the, the city is allocating $10 million over the next three years to the Alcohol, Drug, and Mental Health Board in Franklin County to build a new facility for addiction recovery. And they're dedicating $3 million to Eastside Wellness Center for police and fire assist first responders in managing stress and work-related trauma, which is a cool, cool thing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Love to see it. Love to see it. We might not we might not agree with uh everything that the mayor has done this past year, but I mean, he still has two years left before we vote again. So I'm glad that we still have someone who is willing to stand up for our community and help people where they need it. Yeah. And especially in a place like central Ohio and Ohio in general, um, drug addiction is a, it's a big thing. It's a pretty big problem and it's spread across like all communities. It's not just like low income or like minority groups. Like you'd think. No addiction doesn't discriminate. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. One really interesting thing. Um, I think some people have probably heard that Oregon passed a ballot measure to, they didn't legalize, (laughs) I think it was like a little bit misconstrued because they didn't legalize all drugs. What they did is they decriminalized. So the difference is people who are found with small traces or small amounts of um, heroin, crack, meth, things like that, 
instead of going to jail, they either have to pay a hundred dollar fine, or if they don't want to pay the fine, they um, can go through a mental health check and sort of like see where their mental health is. And I'm really excited to see how it go, how this program goes for them to see, you know, the results if they have less drug deaths, less drug use. I don't think that drug use is going to increase from this by any means, but I'm interested to see how it goes for them. And if it works, if it will be a method that other states will adopt as well, because I I think that Ohio could, to your point, because we have a lot of addiction and substance abuse in our our state and in our city, um, could benefit from a reform or a new way of treating the the process. Yeah. And it's important to like recognize, I think it's an important step in recognizing that like drug addiction is an addiction and like a disease and not just like a choice that someone's necessarily just partaking in just because. Um, So super cool things that have happened since the election. Should we get into uh, some sports? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about sports. I didn't even watch the Ohio State game this weekend, so Laura's going to have to carry the team here on this one. Um, oh, snap. I mean, I watched it, but we we, ta- we discussed in the last episode that like you, the way you and I watch football is very different. Um, okay, so it was Coach Day. I watched his um, his little like press conference afterwards. He said it was a game that was a tale of two halves. So the Buckeyes scored a touchdown in the first not even 60 seconds of the game when they played. They played Rutgers, by the way. Um, and it was Chase Young who, like, they didn't even try and block him. It was crazy. And so I think we were up, like, 31-7 in the first half. And then the second half of the game, it was not as great. Like, Rutgers just kept scoring, and it, we had to bring out all of our special teams. I don't know what that means, but we had to bring out all of them. And um, we won at the end, but I guess we didn't play well at the second half. So that's how I interpret football. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but that's my update. I feel like that was pretty good. Like I said, I didn't watch the game. The only piece <laughs> I will say is it definitely wasn't Chase Young since he plays for the Washington football team now. He's he's a pro. So. Wait, no! <laughs> I thought that was, I thought I was dead on. Who's the guy? Who's our, he wears number one. His jersey is number one. Um, Justin Fields. The quarterback? Yeah. Is that his name? Justin Fields? Yeah. Justin Fields is the quarterback, but okay, so- I don't know the way you're just, because Chase Fields does not play a quarterback position. So that's where... Moving on, um, the Rutgers game, we crushed Rutgers. Rutgers is, like, good this year. They have more wins than Penn State, so. I'm, that's surprising because I hate Rutgers. I just be because I'm a New Yorker and they're from New Jersey, but I don't know. The other reason why I hate Rutgers is because when I first moved to Columbus, my I have an older brother and he lives in Ann Arbor. He didn't go to Michigan and I didn't go to OSU, but my parents were determined to see a Michigan game every year. And the year that I went, they, Michigan played Rutgers, and it was, like, 12 degrees outside. I was wearing a t-shirt. I was so ill-prepared. My phone died. Chris Christie was there like falling all over. I just, they don't serve, they didn't serve alcohol. I couldn't get a hot cocoa because the line was so long. I hated life. So I hate Michigan. I hate Rutgers. That's the moral of the story. Well, that works. So anyway, go Bucks. The other game that happened this weekend, notably in um, college football, was um, Notre Dame playing Clemson. Yes. And it was a big deal. I didn't watch the whole thing. I was waiting for SNL to come on, and I was texting Julia, but they were in double overtime, and Clemson won. That guy that looks like an Italian greyhound with long hair is so annoying. I can't believe he didn't graduate yet. (laughs) Notre Dame won, not Clemson, but... You know what? You know what? (laughs) And that's been the sports. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not done yet. I wait, wait, wait. You know how many rants Julia has had about sports on this podcast? It is my now it's turn. your turn. 
Do you know the guy that I'm talking about? He's like yes, a Trevor Lawrence. He looks oh. like a horse and like if you ever watch Snapchat stories, there's that smoking commercial with the dog with the long hair. Yes. And he looks exactly like yes. that. Yeah. Whatever his name is, I just associate him with, I don't, we don't ever curse on the show, but he's just a fuck boy and like, get out. Yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> I hate Clemson so much. Anyway, Clemson lost. Boo. Maybe that's why I thought they won because they kept showing Trevor Lawrence's face and I was like, get him off of my screen. I want to watch SNL. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was there on the sidelines, um, but he could not play because he had COVID um, a couple of weeks ago. Of course he so, did. See, yeah. like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And speaking of COVID, there were a ton of people watching the game, and a lot of them were, like, wearing masks and stuff. But after the double overtime ended, all of the Notre Dame people stormed the field, and I had a panic attack just watching all of this because there were, like, they had to be, like, hundreds of people on the field. And Julia was sharing that, you know, when you go to a big school and it's a football school and you win in double overtime, it's exciting and you want to storm the field. But this not is during not during a pandemic. This it's- is not the year, people. This is not the year. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, Notre Dame's president, I was just reading this as we were beginning the podcast, he issued a statement and basically told all the students are essentially going to be required to test and they are not allowed to leave South Bend, Indiana until they have a test result. So like, and a negative test result. Um, and if they don't comply, they won't be able to register for classes next semester. Holy cow. And also there's going to be zero tolerance for any sort of gatherings that aren't in compliance with their whatever orders they have but what's funny is the notre dame president was at the COVID. trump super spreader event yeah. so, that's i mean so anyway ugh, i, I don't like that. notre dame either so okay well you know what buckeye nation buckeye and nothing else let's talk about another really cool columbus um team that we like to watch the Columbus crew, we saved the crew. Um, we won yesterday. We played against Atlanta and we beat them two to one. We also beat Philly when we played them on November 1st, two to one. Um, on the fourth though, we lost to Orlando. So when the playoffs start for soccer, do you I know? actually thought they were already happening. Um, so don't find someone else to ask. <laughs> I'm ready to hear like I just I should just start asking questions like that I know you'll give me the wrong answer. I feel like this is like drunk history, but it's just like uninformed sports by Laura. Uh, I just love how confident you are with like every answer. Like it makes me like feel like, oh, should I double check? Like Chase Young does not play for Ohio State anymore, right? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, let's talk about our second favorite thing besides the Buckeyes, which is food. Okay, go for it. Um, so lots of food things happening in Columbus. Uh, North Market, the Bridge Park edition, just had their soft opening. So there's going to be 19 vendors there, which is Holy crazy cow. to think about. But then again, like at the OG North Market, there's a ton of vendors. I was, so. gonna, I was just going to ask how many are there. And you don't have to know the answer, by the way. You could just sound confident making it up. You could be like 27,000. Yeah, I, I'd say at least 20, right? I don't know. I mean, I would count, but yeah, I feel like there's been a few that have like closed and opened. Well, they try to like rotate them out. Yeah. Supposedly. So anyway, um, they did a soft open this weekend and then over the next several weeks, they'll do kind of some more soft opens as the other vendors get up and running. But this weekend, um, coastal local seafood was opened, Dos Hermanas Tacos, a market bar and reuse revolution and reuse revolution is the only one that isn't a food vendor it's a seller of products that allow 
consumers to live a zero waste lifestyle. So they sell like reusable straws and bamboo kitchen stuff. And other I wonder if they have like a refillery things. kind of like cocoa does. If you can like, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I still haven't been to cocoa yet, but it's on my list. I've been waiting to go until I actually need something. Cause I'm trying to be a little bit more like um, thoughtful about buying stuff, but yeah. So anyway, love seeing the green initiatives that Columbus has had. And yeah, there's a lot of cool vendors going into um, the North Market at Bridge Park. There's going to be a sushi bar, the little kitchen, flowers and bread, uh, a falafel place, some bakeries and cafe. Hoyos is going to go in there. I think oh, that's but- different than Hoyos, like the one in. Because this one says some sambusas and juices. I wonder if sambusa is like a kombucha. I don't know. Um, Momo Just- Gar. Okay, so they are going to have like some kind of repeats. And Do Mama. <gasps> really? Really? Wait, did yeah. I know that already? I don't know. I don't this think I did. Amazing. That. Can we just take a moment to like appreciate Do Mama having a year when no one else is having a year? Like they opened their second location. They're about to maybe open their third. Um yep. it's a woman-owned and run business. Like, I don't know. I'm like fangirling right now. Yeah, I'm plus their food is amazing. Wait, I forgot that part. Yeah. Super, super great. Uh oh, and also the cool thing, I was talking to my friend Hannah about this this week. Weekend, and she lives out in Dublin now and she always complains that there's no good like coffee place no local coffee places like everything's like Starbucks or mm-hmm. Tim Hortons and stuff so now there's going to be some local coffee places you can get coffee at I just saw flowers and bread is on the list and I love flowers and bread I've I haven't been for, there yet but I've only been twice it's right across from uh, the Rose Garden in Clintonville on High Street yeah I've seen it it's so cute yeah and they literally have like a bouquet like you can yeah you can there's there's a bakery on one half and there's like a flower um what's it called a florist on the other side love that like those are my two favorite things so um moving into one of my favorite things (laughs) this is just the julia's favorite things episode i guess okay uh have you ever been to dirty franks i have i love dirty franks it's like a little Um, hole in the wall oh this is not a hole in a wall because everyone knows about it no but i mean like it's in size and appearance it's literally like i feel like it's like a hole in the wall (laughs) That's part of the charm, though. You don't oh, want to get hot dogs at like a a nice place. I mean, that's why it's called Dirty Frank's. Okay, yeah. So continue. Anyway, so they do a Thanksgiving hot dog, and it's their most popular hot dog of the year. Their most popular seasonal hot dog. It runs from November fourth until the thirtieth, and it has like let's see, it has stuffing, mashed potatoes, scallions, gravy, and you can get um, cranberry sauce on it if you want as well. Wow! And there's also a vegan or a vegan vegetarian version that does a Thanksgiving dog. That's what they're calling it. And it uses a meatless hot dog and a vegetable mushroom gravy. Ooh. So I want all of that minus the hot dog. <laughs> hot Wait, can you, can, do they use like a turkey dog? That'd be kind of cool. They use a meatless hot dog. Huh. That sounds amazing. That reminds me of lots of things. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to it's still, even though this past weekend was like super nice out, yeah. it was still patio season. Pretty soon we're going to see the patios start to shut down, which is going to be interesting with COVID because, you know, we've been told like eating outside is safe. Like mm-hmm. I still haven't ate in, in a restaurant yet. Um, so I'm only on like a patio. Yeah. I'm so nervous to see kind of like how the winter goes, but there are some heated patios in Columbus. Columbus underground did a list of 12 heated patios 
and there is a lot in um, Easton. Easton and a decent amount in Grandview. So here are my picks off of the 12 list, which is Bakersfield Short North. They added heat lamps to their patio. Um, so that's cool. Beeline in Easton. We have been there. There, It's like a serious, it is heated. Because when we went, it was still like, when did we go? We must have been in like February, but we sat on the patio in February. Yeah. That's how like heated it was. It was good. Yeah. Um, was it even February? Wow. That feels like forever It was ago. like this year, but not this year. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Pre-COVID. Uh, Cleaver in Grandview. I haven't been there yet. And then there's also Grandview Cafe has mm-hmm. heaters and Rudy's in Grandview, which is the old like palais, like meatball place. Mm-hmm. Rudy's opened up and they put some heaters. And then if you're looking for something fancier, Cooper's Hawk um, has Mm -hmm. heaters as well. So that's super cool. Or warm. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there we go. Um, Yeah. I'm not sure if we have any events for this week, but the thing that I was going to mention earlier that I wanted to touch on um, right now is that COSI, which has been closed since March, pretty sure, is going to reopen with tons of like socially distant and safety measures. I mean, you would hope that a local science museum would follow the science recommended. So you can get all the details on their website, but their first day open is going to be November, Friday, November 30th. Um, masks are required. Let's see what else. I believe tickets are like 20 or 25 bucks. Um, there's a whole section on their website about no before you go required for entry at COSI. You have to get your ticket in advance, it looks like, and wear a face covering. Um, but I think it's really important that we like continue to support our local museums, especially like the art museum and COSI because they've been impacted. I would say like the most harshly. I mean, COSI has been closed since March. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're able to donate, because these are such important centers that not only provide, you know, um, entertainment and education for the public, but also have a lot of great programs to give back and help the community. So if you're able to make a donation or visit in person or even purchase an annual membership, I think that would be a really, really nice way to give back to our community that has been through a lot this year. And, you know, we're, we're still, we're still in it. We're still together. Columbus will see it through. Yes, I am excited. I hope like for Thanksgiving, I'm thinking we should just plug some um, local like charities and give back places. That'd be awesome. So um, I've been like thinking about that personally myself of like what organizations I want to give to on giving Tuesday and like how I can adopt like a local family for Christmas and that sort of stuff. So I will find out and pass that information along to our loyal Columbus cast listeners. I want it too. And just a quick shout out for us. If you've been listening for a while, thank you. If you are not yet following us on our social, you can follow us at CBuscast on Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook page that occasionally has some information on it. Um, And super exciting news. Our next episode will be our 50th episode. So Julia and I have a a few uh, surprises planned. I think it'll be a good one. Yeah. Can you you believe 50 episodes? Crazy. I know. Well, and it's 50 episodes this year because we hit like 50 a while ago, I think, in general, right? Mm -mm. Oh, no. Okay. It feels like one long year, but it's been probably like a year and a half. You're right. Wow. That's crazy. Time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're almost at 2,000 followers on Instagram. So yet again, if you're listening, but you haven't followed us yet, go follow us at CBuscast. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Yep. See you next time. Bye. Bye.